0: To River Radio. Scream.
1: Welcome, I'm Roddy. And I'm Al. And you've joined us for... Stage Door!
0: We have a fantastic hour for you, talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain. Giving you the
1: inside track to what's happening on stage and off. There's our pick of the week, the quick quiz,
0: and a show you might not have heard of... Coming out of the vault. Throughout the hours, of course, name that show. That's all before midday here on Stage Door, sponsored by jam theatre company Marla. (laughs) Right across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio.
1: Well, welcome back. Oh, it's lovely to
0: be here again.
1: I mean, on stage door, of course, I realise that I can't exactly welcome you to your own house.
0: Yes, this is where we live. This is the kitchen that I had dinner at last night and breakfast this morning. And indeed lunch just a few
1: moments ago. Yes. This is, of course, a little pre-record for uh, our River Radio acolytes out there who want to know whether or not we are actually in Marlow currently. No, my phone is being
0: bombarded. Uh, at the moment by River Radio fans trying to work out exactly what's happening and what on earth is going on.
1: I do genuinely think that um, I should put a £5 bet that in the next hour of us recording this that Joe will text to say, have you remembered that you're pre-recording the show?
0: OK. <laughs> I, do you know what? Just for the fun of it, I will take that bet. OK, great. Shall we shake hands Lovely. on it? Handshake works really well, really well on an audience. that we work out what we're betting before Five we... Five quid. Oh, oh, OK. Is that all right? Yeah. Is that not... Do you want a steeper bed? No. You haven't got five
1: pounds?
0: No. (laughs) Five pounds it is. I thought we could make it sort of theatre related, like, you know, the keys to the national or I think those Ruthie might be Henshaw's worth more than five head. quid oh, I like <laughs> Ruthie Henshaw so do I well don't take her head off <laughs> well she can be attached to the rest of it
1: oh good yes this is tele- grey area <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now and I realised that I started things off as a as a regular host here on stage door but mm. that did invert our
0: usual presentation manner which is Alan Roddy yes we branded as Alan Roddy uh principally of course because it's alphabetical but also because I'm more important <laughs> how are you enjoying the I thought you'd be enjoying it. It's not for me. I no. was contemplating playing It's Too Darn Hot It today. is too darn hot. Yeah. I feel like a sort of husk, a <laughs> horrible dried husk.
1: Now, Joe mentioned last week Kinky Boots, the concert, which I understand you went to see. I did.
0: I went to go and see it uh, on Monday night, which was the first of its two nights. Uh, and I had a, a whale of a time, a rip-roaring time at Kinky Boots. Cedric Neal was apparently very good. Cedric Neal is breathtaking. The things that that man can do with his voice are are inhuman not inhumane but inhuman i mean he is honestly it is a it is a god-given talent that defies physics and logic
1: i did a spamalot workshop a couple of weeks ago with um, some long-standing students of mine and one of those girls has an incredible voice she sounded beautiful as lady of the lake uh, but it was actually her sister singing as patsy that made me go why do I even bother? Because her sister also has a lovely voice, and it just proved to me that 80% of it is genetics, and I don't have the right genes to sound as beautiful as either of
0: them. I think there may be some truth in that. Um, I think, obviously, you know, there's a great amount of technique. What, what Cedric Neil does um, is he has this uh, extraordinary ability to riff around um, the tune, the tune as written, which um, I know this is sort of a hot topic in musical theatre um, where people sort of riff too much or maybe they aren't talented enough to riff as much as they'd like to Cedric Neal can do it yeah he's the person to go to easy man yeah right let's name that show
1: now this is obviously very me I've gone with, I was about to say, the um, film studio that created it. That would be a (laughs) small hint. But no, I've gone with a a fave. Yes. uh, Another fave of ours. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've gone with an odd orchestral bit there, because I don't think it immediately gives it away, unless you've seen it recently, or indeed know the orchestrators, or the composers, or... Or if I heard you
0: lining all of this up earlier. (laughs) And then have subsequently been walking around the house singing it. It's perfectly possible that... It's a family favourite, is it? Mm. Is that giving away too much? No, I don't think so. It's family, so it's possible that a small child, hopefully your own small child, might pop out of a room and go, oh, I know that. When you say your own, you're not talking to me, are you? No, no,
1: I mean our listeners. (laughs) Okay, good, because that would have been an awful (laughs) shock. Let's listen to it again. it is great fun if you think you know what that is you need to email roddy R O D Y at river.radio and tell me what it is and you'll then get to go in joe's leader book if you get it on the first guess from the first snippet you get three stars second guess two stars third guess one star at last after we've told you the answer absolutely no stars and just a flea in your ear
0: what happens when you're top
1: of the leader book the um, Liederbuch, by the, the way, it does this, sound quite it does. German, doesn't it? Sounds it sounds quite like a... The life book. It sounds like the lead. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's not talk about that again. Um, here's uh, the Liederbuch, yeah. But yes, you get a prize. What's the prize? Tickets to a show.
0: Mm. I don't know which
1: show. It's, That's uh, what I was going to say. No,
0: it's above my pay grade. Oh, uh, really, all because for I know out. what the tune is, so I could get loads of stars and go oh, you and could. see Rock Vegas. I do
1: think somebody might um, call foul if you were to start... Sending in your answer under an alias. Uh, but yes, email roddy at river.radio if you know that
0: show. I mean, I'm going to have a sound effect clue for that, particularly that moment. Not now, maybe a little oh, bit towards later. The end. On. Oh, you're yeah. gonna, you just start
1: adding clues, are you?
0: Well, I'm just going to make an animal noise. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, let's lift the curtain.
0: Lovely, so as we lift the curtains, somebody starts their car, perfect. (laughs) That'll be one of the eight Ford Focuses that is just constantly parked outside our house.
1: Did you enjoy the reversing HGV that spent most of the morning just coming backwards and forwards? That was our neighbours, leaving. They're moving out, probably because we
0: talk like this all the time.
1: Well, time for some news. Now, the first thing I thought I'd mention, very sadly, I saw Olivia Newton-John had
0: died, aged 73. Yes, she'd been a great spokesperson for breast cancer for 20 years of her life, oh, really? I think, as much as that, and, and had, had lived and battled that disease for a long time, uh, but it is too soon, Yeah, I think. It is very
1: sad, but obviously a lot of tributes, a lot of people um, looking back fondly on the
0: iconic roles she created, particularly Greece, of course, is the one that immediately springs to my mind yes i mean i hadn't realized until i read the obituaries that she had quite such a successful music career before greece ah. i hadn't known that but i do know that she was she was terrified when they they saw her she insisted on a screen test for greece because she'd done a film before that and it had been completely critically panned
1: oh bless her and now jack holden our friend is back in cruise in the west end his cruise um, yeah he is absolutely doing incredibly well with it it was nominated for an olivier so they're back Siri's pinged up on my laptop go away Siri does Siri always crop up when you say the word cruise (laughs) (laughs) pipe down you now there's a new theatre in the West End the first
0: for 50 years that's exciting it is very exciting what's it called Al? Well, Roddy, I'm glad you asked me that. It's called At Soho Place. That's all lowercase. No, sorry. No, I must have misunderstood. That must be the Twitter handle. No, no, no. that is also the Twitter handle, so they've saved money there. Uh, The name of the theatre is At Sign Soho Place. All one word. All lowercase. All lowercase. That's an interesting decision, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it really rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? I'm going to go and see King Lear at At Soho Space this <laughs> evening. Yeah, I mean, well, you've just said space, proving that already,
1: uh, already it's not sticking in your mind.
0: Very few people care more about London theatres than I do, <laughs> and I am bored with the name. It's a shame, because it's a stunning-looking building. It does look past. good. The interior from the photographs look fantastic, but yes. never since the St James' is rebranded to... The Other Palace yep. has been there. There have been such an atrocious name for a theatre. So
1: her place is deeply dull and quite dated. It- I mean, that lowercase thing was all the rage late 90s, early 2000s, but everyone's got rid of it. The Bristol Old
0: Vic's got rid of it. The Guardians got rid of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. All of the things that you sort of. You used to see it a lot. Little coffee shops nearby would be called things like clink with a lowercase with a lowercase yeah.
1: and i think it stemmed from early days of the internet and people wanting the brand to be consistent between the domain name but then yeah but then adding the at
0: sign at the beginning, it, it smacks of somebody in their mid 50s yeah. who who recently got a twitter account and whose granddaughter has told them call, about something called Tik. yeah uh, has gone i, I know how will appeal to the young people. yeah
1: i mean it's seconds away from being called hashtag New (laughs) Theatre
0: Hashtag New Theatre The New Theatre would be a better name Than At Soho Spiff Or whatever it's called
1: Absolutely Now you mentioned that um, a few seconds ago Cabaret have announced a new cast
0: Yes So joining the cast of Cabaret uh, Well the two leads that I've just seen are uh, Madeline Brewer is taking over as Sally Bowles Um, I know her She's an American actress uh, The first American actress to take that role Here in a little while Certainly in this production Uh, I know her from The Handmaid's Tale uh she was also in Orange is the New Black, so she's got something of a screen presence. Mm. I think she's Emmy nominated. Uh, right. Like us. Yes, I was gonna say that's more than you and I um, and Callum Scott Howells is taking over as the MC who was so very good in he's BAFTA nominated, he was very good in It's a Sin. Oh yes. Made Colin the Welsh boy.
1: Oh yes. Uh, oh, I yeah, must I do stop remember.
0: talking about that there yeah, because yeah. spoilers alert. But um he he I think is quite an interesting choice. I I would watch his MC gladly. Interesting. Yeah, good. I'd
1: enjoy going to see that. Uh, Now, other things. Vanessa Redgrave has left My Fair Lady in the West End early. Apparently, um, she's cited needing to rest after a bout of Covid. So she's off. That or, I don't know, somebody stole a walking stick. But she's obviously very cross. Or ill.
0: Or ill. And has gone. Well, she was never going to do the tour. Ah, okay. Uh, Because I think, yeah, Dame Vanessa Redgrave probably doesn't want to do a week in Wolverhampton uh, I
1: mean, and I don't blame <laughs> you and I have struggled to find digs for theatres of late and actually can you imagine Vanessa Redgrave in one of those digs we've seen where you can't go in the kitchen after 6pm uh,
0: there isn't a bathroom you know yes 400 pounds a week uh, yeah, bristling with CCTV <laughs> um I I would jump in here and say and this is not to put us down it's possible that Vanessa Redgrave would be on a little bit more a week than we oh, are yeah. oh really her per diems might stretch to a premiere in. or <laughs> I guess.
1: Um, yeah ah that would be nice I'll have that money in my subs next please
0: lovely that's how it works if you just ask nicely
1: they ask give it and to they should in. ask yeah. and the door shall be opened unto you mm-hmm. I understand so just go around yeah. knocking on doors can I have a PPE contract <laughs> um, Les Dennis is going into Only Fools and Horses it is uh, it, I- it is it Les <laughs> Les he is yeah <laughs> Uh, And apparently that's playing to the 7th of January, so they've sort of gambled on him selling it for another three months.
0: Far be it from me to jump in and say uh, that this is definitely happening, but um, I have been in a show which did something similar. (laughs) Right, Okay. uh, Where a name was brought in when we were struggling to fill houses. I don't know if they're struggling to fill houses, actually. They may well not be, but... it's a short period of time, but maybe that's their their plan going forward, is that they'll have a sort of an established name in the grandpa role. Yeah. Because I'd have thought that's easier, you know, you're Dell boys and your, yeah. I don't really know Only Fools and Horses. Do, is, does somebody play that yellow van? <laughs> yeah, somebody plays the um, Reliant Robin. Yes. There was... The, in
1: the original, they had Grandad, and then they, cha- the unfortunately, the actor playing Grandad, I think, died, and they substituted him in for Uncle Albert. So there is a bit of a tradition that that role
0: can change. I feel That's like there's nice. at least
1: some screen heritage. Yes, that-
0: I can close my eyes and picture Grandad, as yeah. I often do. <laughs> um, and I can also, Uncle Albert looked a bit like... Um, Captain Birdseye. Yeah. That's where I was going. My brain's very slow
1: today. It's the heat. Forgive me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You're allowed some water, by the way. Thank Um, you. Get Up Stand Up closes on the 8th of January. uh, But I see that's looking to tour. I Um,
0: think it'll do very well on tour, that. Yeah. I think that's classy. Yeah, it's, it's the sort of thing that should tour as well. Yeah,
1: it's good fun. Um, and Sierra, is this is it Bogus? Bogus? I would say Sierra Bogus. Oh. No, I wouldn't. I think it's called it's Sierra. Bouguette. I like the little. You can tell you've been on holiday to Spain recently. You gave that a little. Sierra uh, Bogus. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. she's American, of course. Yeah.
0: I don't know why I'm doing this. Um Yes, she's, she's one of the sort of great leading ladies of, of Broadway.
1: And she's doing a concert. She's doing Christmas at the Cadogan Hall. So um, always uh, one here on stage door to give you advance notice to book
0: something. Yes, uh, book but now for Christmas. She'll probably sell out. She's got a huge number of fans. Well, she's I... there
1: on the 11th of December at 2.30 and 6.30. She's an Olivier Award-nominated Broadway and West End star. Uh, so that could be great fun. Something a little pre, pre-Christmas festive treat. Ah. <laughs> Shall we listen to some music and then we'll keep lifting the curtain? Yes. Uh, now, this is The Life I Never Led from Sister Act, which I love because it's Mencken. Yes.
2: I've never talked back. I've never slept late. I've never sat down when told to stand straight. I've never let go and gone with the flow and don't even know really why. Mm. I've never asked questions or taken a dare, I've never worn clothes that might make people stare, I've never rebelled or stood up and yelled, or even just held my head high. And all of the feelings unspoken, all of the truths unsaid, they're all I have left of the I've never gone surfing, or ran with a crowd, or danced on a table, or laughed much too loud. I've never quite dared to leave myself bared I've just been too scared I might fall. I've never seen Paris, swam naked, been kissed. I've never quite realized just how much I've missed, and what did I get for hedging each bet, another regret, and that's all. And all of She's unasked for All of the needs Unfed They're all that remain of the But to choose And I may not stir I may not
0: And of course Sister Act's on at the minute. It is. It's on literally right now.
1: Mm. Is it?
0: No. <laughs> Maybe they've got a Wednesday matinee. Maybe no. they do. Or a Thursday morning show. It's had wonderful reviews. I, I really would like to see it. Mm, oh, there I are lots would. of performers I admire in it. Yeah. It's going like hotcakes. Well, let's go. Hammersmith, bye. Great. (laughs) You're listening to Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company, Marlowe, on River Radio. You can listen on our website, that's river.radio, on your mobile app for Apple and Android, search for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio. And live, right here, right now, on DAB. Dab. Not to be confused with Gernard or Ling. Very good. Roddy and Al are naming some fish with <laughs> funny names. I had a delicious hake last night. Did you? Mm. <laughs> right. Um, Revealed, somewhere a little bit different. Revealed is a
1: show at the Tobacco Factory. From in Bristol. Twi- yes, in mm. Bristol. 22nd of September to the 8th of October. Now, Bristol might be a little bit of a reach for some of our listeners in the Thames Valley. But it's ah, on the
0: M4 corridor, yeah, is
1: and its protests and riots are erupting outside, is the opening tagline, which I thought was interesting. That's fun, um, and they probably will be quite well, soon. This is what I thought. You know that might resonate. And um, a recent when did it
0: start? Uh, <laughs> literally over October. Yeah,
1: but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. A recent incident in police custody has stunned the nation. Apparently, is the setup for this show. Sixteen-year-old Luther, his father Malcolm, and his grandfather Sydney are thrown together for the night, taking refuge at the family's Caribbean restaurant. Racism, masculinity, sexuality, parenting and love are some of the topics that the show addresses and um, which is a great list of things and it's Those written by some of my least favorite things oh right yeah uh, yes um, <laughs> uh, but good topics to have oh certainly yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no i'd
0: watch a play about them i yeah. just don't want them in my life
1: <laughs> uh, written by renowned actor and emerging playwright daniel j Carvos, and um, been at the rsc mm. i think he did one of the history cycles um and directed by tobacco factory theater's associate director jay zarenti nakid yes I haven't been to the tobacco factory in a a while well moving away from Bristol will help with that (laughs) that that did do it Yeah, yeah. they've Um, started commissioning things I think this might have been one of the things that they've
0: um, certainly had a hand in getting to the stage yes it sounds like and I'm all for them doing that I mean did they used to commission stuff no not Uh, when we we were around around, maybe the old Christmas show Uh, have you ever been to the Park Theatre I have been to the Park Mm, Theatre me too we've performed at the Park Theatre mate you and I Oh yeah. Yeah, fleetingly. Oh, for about five yes. minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. This does look good, Monster. Uh Monster at the Park Theatre set in Glasgow in two thousand and six in an abandoned playground. Oh hello. Uh ah misspent youth troubled teenagers kaylee and zoe are flirting playing dare and fantasizing about running away together to the isle of muck (laughs) despite being warned to keep away teacher miss hasty is drawn into the girl's chaos when kaylee's mother attempts to keep her daughter under her manipulative spell the outcome is far worse than anyone could have ever anticipated with a cast of six this thrilling contemporary play explores the need for love and the powerful forces at play behind random acts of violence Hmm. I think that would be very good I I think it sounds rather interesting they've had quite an interesting season uh, the park sort of coming up and of late I know that they're doing um, an adaptation of Isherwood's A Single Man Oh, yeah. Two. yeah.
1: And well, that's Monster at the Park Theatre. That's mm. on until the 20th of August. Uh, so, not long to get that. That's a final bell on Some that one. Some
0: fine reviews as well.
1: Ah, very good. Uh, now, we're holding back, of course, on our, our pick. That's still to come. But just looking locally, this segment of Lifting the Curtain, we normally look at what's going on around, around it, the yeah. Thames Valley. The Stepping Out is coming nearby in October to the Wickham Swan. Now, this is doing a UK tour. It's there on the 24th to the 29th. Uh, of October, starring Rita Simons, Harriet Thorpe, Wendy Peters. I think that looks quite fun. I quite like
0: Stepping Out. It's a good story. It's a good story. And Apparently, it's it's a, a, a very common pick uh, for amateur dramatics groups who have a tendency, this is what I've heard, have a tendency to read the first three quarters of this and think, this is brilliant, this is absolutely brilliant. This is going to be hilarious. And then don't realise that at the end it requires a very specific reveal that requires some quite specific talents. Yeah, Um, Rita Simons, Harriet Thorpe and Wendy Peters. Well, I enjoyed uh, doing panto with Rita last year.
1: I've met Harriet Thorpe. You've met Harriet Thorpe. I always enjoyed Harriet Thorpe on um, The British Empire, Behind the Desk. And Wendy Peters, I feel like... I mean, I'm not related. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, but probably great. Reading Rep has announced their director for Gary McNair's new adaptation of Jekyll and Hyde from the 10th to the 29th of October. Um, And that's kicking off their 10th anniversary season. And rather excitingly, they've got Michael Fentiman.
0: Yes, ever since they built their new building, not only have they brought me in for two things, which is very kind of either of which I got, um, they've also had some really fantastic names. Owen Horsley... Um, And Michael Fentiman being two directors who sort of... Yeah. And they were nominated at the Stage Awards for for their new building. Really? Yes, for for sort of best uh, renovation or new theatre. It went to the theatre or Drury Lane. Yeah, um, Um, right which had had, I think, a little bit more money thrown. <laughs> Just a few million. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see their Jacqueline Hyde. Well, I've Michael... never seen a production on stage that ever works, so this will be interesting.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's a, a bit of a rewrite. To, t- I mean, I think sometimes with those classics, you've got to do something
0: to try and add a theatrical bent to it. That's certainly what they did at Reading Rep with their Dorian Gray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they might be hoping to, mean a similar era, hoping to kind of recreate the... Clear success of that. Yeah,
1: ah, good. Well, Michael Fentiman, he directed Amelie That Got Three Oliviers, and he was nominated for a Grammy for his work on the cast record. I loved Amelie, I thought it was spectacular. His Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobes at the Gillian Lynn now. I want to go and see that. I do love Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobes. We've well, got a friend in it. Oh, ah, who? Jasmine. Clangela. Ah, yeah, we're going watch her dancing around. Windsor's Endgame at the Prince of Wales, he did that, yeah, and he that did either. The Importance of Being Earnest at the Vaudeville.
0: <laughs> oh, is it just listing things that we're not <laughs> in. Uh, yes, which was The Vaudeville Importance of Being Ah, oh, that must have been the Sophie Thompson one. Ah, here
1: we go. This is, and um, we refer to our correspondent <laughs> yeah. here.
0: Al is essentially the encyclopedia of West End That Theatre. got the best reviews of that season. Do you remember they did the sort of classic spring season? Yeah. A whole load of, that got, Great reviews, the, oh. the Bonds Being Earnest, yeah. Oh, good,
1: well. Uh, clearly, this is very exciting. Reading Rep has got Jekyll and Hyde the 10th to the 29th of October, and it's written by someone who was among the first writers selected to create new plays as part of a $5 million commissioning drive by US audiobook giant Audible. I um, mean, he's won several fringe firsts, so let's hope that sells. Quite pro-Audible offering that. Mm. I think that's sort of giving back in a way, isn't that's it? rather good, Yeah. Now, digitally, NT Live have announced their winter season. Now, they're classing winter as anywhere from November to February. Now, I don't don't take issue with the um, nomenclature of the season so much as the fact that um, we probably don't need to plug Othello in February or The Crucible in January just yet. Although you're excited about the Othello, which is coming soon to the National.
0: Yes, I uh, the certainly Giles Ferreira and, and Paul Foster are exciting choices for those roles. I think we're very good. Clint Dyer. Uh, put a little rumour thing flashing up above this uh, the man hotly tipped to take over from Rufus Norris at the National oh really uh, is directing so I, I I think interesting If if I was a betting man which Sometimes I am. Yeah, um, I'd put a five pounds on that. They do do that, don't they? they it yeah. isn't unheard of to get
1: the potential candidate for next artistic director into the building to direct something
0: shortly before. I think, especially if you're at the National, you have to cope all the RSC, and you have to cope with those. Those huge stages that require a deft, like filling the Olivier, or something. Oh, yeah. You need to know that That's somebody can actually do that.
1: Yeah. And yeah. um, but the one I wanted to talk about in the NT Live season, which is this, coming up first into cinemas on the third of November, is the Seagull, and um, which isn't obviously an NT show, but NT Live broadcasts more than just the National Theatre produces, which is good. Uh, which has been adapted by Anne Reese for the Jamie Lloyd Company with Amelia Clark in her West End debut. We've mentioned this before. Obviously, um, Jamie Lloyd's directing, and um, that was on at the Harold Pinter. Is it still going?
0: It is still going, but it's about to go in favour of good, isn't it? The Ah, the David Tennant. I think it's coming towards the end of its run. And Robert
1: Glenister is in it. Now you've been to see it. I have been to see Uh, it. Is this one we need to go to the cinemas from the third of November to go and watch?
0: I I really, really enjoyed it. Ah, good. Um, It's it's my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's sort of atmospheric and heavy. The performances are breathtakingly good across the board. Oh, great! From people who like really, uh, the evening is sort of belongs actually to Indira Varma of anybody who plays Arcadena, Um who listeners may also recognise from Game of Thrones and countless other things. Uh, and Tom Rhys Harris is very. Everyone is very 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 good, and it's it's a very soft touch. It's just leave the actors on the stage and let
1: them. Tell the story. I always remember you talking about working with Jamie Lloyd and him talking about topspin, and I've stolen that. Yeah, I've, to- I've used that when teaching because instead of hitting the subtext, if you focus all your energy on the
0: topspin, if I remember that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that's Chekhov as yeah. well. I mean, I think perhaps one of the reasons why he's done that so effortlessly with with the Chekhovs is obviously very rarely do people in Chekhov say what they actually want to say. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, well, this is something It's not a big vis- visual spectacular. No? If what you're looking for is to go out whistling the sets, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend The Seagull. But it's, um, I loved it. That is exciting. And it moved me a lot. Oh, good. Oh, well, that's a lovely one, because
1: I know that many people are very fond of the Empty um, Live programme and being able to go to their nearby cinema. Somewhere like Norden Farm is bound to have it. They always mm. get that. Um, so, yeah, keep your eyes skinned for that. 3rd of November onwards. Time for our pick of the week. I'm staying with a national theatre theme. Various shows have announced there's Othello in the Littleton, which we've just talked about, there's Carrie Jackson at the Dorfman. That's good. The one I'm particularly excited uh, to plug is the Lehman Trilogy, which we've seen. Yes, it's it was in the Piccadilly, West wasn't End, it, when we dilly. saw it? Yeah. Um, and it was, it's now doing its victory lap post-Broadway. Yeah, and winning um, things. Winning things, well, <laughs> winning things. well yeah. done. Um, at the Gillian Lynn from the 24th of January, so leaping in as soon as Lion the Witch is done. It won the Tony for Best Play, directed by Academy Award, Tony Award and Golden Globe winner Sam Mendes, who obviously I adore for Skyfall. Um, yes, I also adore for Skyfall. Skyfall yeah and um,
0: American beauty
1: but yeah. also skyfall yeah <laughs> um, the New York Times said that the Lehman Trilogy is genuinely epic the Times of London called it theatre at its best and the Guardian said it's astonishing and an intimate epic I agree it's an intimate epic it is it is an an it's odd. huge but it is an odd description it's but it's, it's a spree- three-hander on. yeah yeah And you really do track them through the generations because it starts in 1844 on a cold September morning as a young man from Bavaria stands on a New York dockside and then it whistles right the way through this sort of epic sweep of time to 163 years later in the firm they established, obviously the Lehman Brothers, spectacularly collapsing into bankruptcy, triggering the largest financial crisis in history.
0: To date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bong, bong. They haven't announced the cast for it. Ah. At the Gillian Inlet. Where At is the it? The Gillian and Lynn.
1: Yeah. Well, we enjoyed Simon Russell Beale. I'm suspecting and been Adam Godley.
0: Yes, Adam Godley, yeah. who I always love as the um, very funny teacher in Love Actually. I'm afraid he's one of the, No, no, but he's one of those people whose career is stunning, and you realise that he's been slowly plugging away for years yeah. in these wonderful roles. I don't know who will do it. I, yeah.
1: But yes, highly recommend that. That's the Lehman Trilogy, the story of a family and a company that changed the world and that's coming to uh, the Gillian Lynn Theatre from the 24th of January. Why am I telling you now? Cuz it's going to sell. Go and get your tickets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Name that show.
1: right, so I've done another orchestral bit mm. in the hope that if you can start to recognise the style of the arrangement, even if you can't quite name the film yet, it might lean... Oh, I've said film! Well, OK, it's a film. You, you already said film studio earlier, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely tanking over here. But yes, so that is part two of Name That Show. If you can identify from which show that little snippet, that gobbit of music has been ripped and screaming, then let us know. Email R O D Y at river.radio. For your chance to be in Joe's leader book, I shall She'll pass your names on she'll write it down she's got this big ledger with all glitter of this all over sounds it sounds like
0: something from prussia <laughs> line up and you can be insalidable <laughs> here it is again
1: now it's the quick quiz Right, so I thought I'd ask you the questions um, because the way this works is that... (laughs) you asked the question is that somebody has to look stupid every week and it's yeah. been me for about <laughs> 70 weeks in a row i see
0: and it's and, high time that and yeah. then i
1: came home after joe did the shakespeare quotations and from which play were they Yeah. and uh she tried that on me and rob and i came home having got about two points i think and you yeah. proceeded to tell me where the other it, three were from so as an expert how exciting to have you here you can show me up by knowing the answers to all of these i'm going to
0: get this really wrong aren't no. i it's going to be very embarrassing and i'm going to my agent's going to ditch me and- I'm not going to be allowed to teach again. Nope, there lose is a leg.
1: There is a st- I
0: don't think you're going to lose a leg. There
1: is a st- you might be legless before the night's out. There is a statutory phrase which Joe uses every week to introduce in the quick quiz which is, "Ah, oh, it's easy this week."
0: Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Um, don't worry, Joe. Uh, more Australian accents are coming later on.
0: For the rest of the program, <laughs> I'd like to apologize to all of
1: your people. So, 5 Shakespeare questions. Um, Have you got your pen and paper there? Very good. So, question one Which character stated that life is a tale told by an idiot? So, question one Which character stated that life is a tale told by an idiot? Question two Who dies first, Romeo or Juliet? Okay. Yeah. Question three What was Shakespeare's only son's name? Okay. Only had one son? What was his name? Question four. Name 1 of Falstaff's drunken friends. Okay. And then question Oh, look, very confident this. And question 5, which of
0: Shakespeare's plays has the highest body count? See, I didn't think these were two, me. No, they're so- not. And 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 I've got a head start on that last one cuz I'm literally reading a book about it. <laughs> ah, so,
1: question 1, which character stated that life is a tale told by an idiot? Question 2, who dies first, Romeo or Juliet? Question three, what was Shakespeare's only son's name? Question four, name one of Falstaff's drunken pals. And question five, which of Shakespeare's plays has the highest body count? If you think you know any of the answers, then email roddy at river.radio. And if Al were to get any of those wrong, and I'm confident he won't, uh, then your answer will stand in his answer's stead and give him an extra point. So email in.
2: Are you ready?
3: To get the chains out It's tongue-tied up Cause this is my
0: Is nice
1: wrong with being confident Nothing Absolutely nothing No very good That's from Anne Juliet Which I've still not seen but which you really enjoyed. I need to go. It's a riot.
0: Yeah, great. I, I would like to come with you when you go. Oh, what, so we can have a good laugh together? I, I think we should have a large glass of white wine beforehand. Yes, during. Then giggle a lot.
1: Well, of course, Miriam Teatley, Tim Mahendran sang that, but yeah. principally we played it because we're big fans of Melanie
0: Labarry. Yes, who's gone with the production to Canada and then subsequently to Broadway now. Nah, has she? She has. She's, she's fabulous. She's the Amy original cast member to do that
1: and she's excellent value on insta or tiktok or whichever it is where i see her lip syncing yeah. being daft talking the, about her husband and dog yeah the clowning is excellent so highly recommend melanie le barry whose iconic voice is on so many cast recordings that i'm fond of mm. some of which i can't mention that that's because, exactly what i was thinking <laughs> uh, because they're connected with the answer to name that show now we're in the middle of the quiz Ding. Ooh, I like those sound effects. <laughs> Thank you very much, all my very
0: own. <laughs> I could absolutely guarantee that those were you, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I have got five questions here for you. I've got a ding if you get any of them right, and a, uh, <clears throat> a Family Fortunes classic, back to Les. Lovely. Hi, Les! <laughs> if you get any of them wrong. So, question one. Which character stated that life is a tale told by an idiot? Uh, now, we're not in the theatre, so I can say this confidently. Ah, yes, you can. Very good. It's Macbeth. It is. Yes, we're in our own house, our own yes. gracious house. So Although after a couple of drinks, sometimes that becomes a kind of a stage over <laughs> as there. As far as we're, we're concerned, yeah. yes. As far as we're concerned, those large windows are just an auditorium. They're the fourth yeah. wall. Uh, question two: Who dies first, Romeo or Juliet? it's romeo who dies first it is very good it's funny isn't it because it's one of those things you go well that's obvious then the second you think
0: it you go i did oh god oh no am i right have i I did exactly that i i've been in it and i still went
1: yeah
0: does he he wake back up oh no
1: which of them yeah Uh, question three what was shakespeare's only son's name that would be hamnut hamnut it was uh, interestingly, Hamlet, I think he wrote the year after Hamlet died. Yeah. And I wonder whether that's the cause of some of those soul-searching um, life questions that Hamlet goes through. And possibly even just
0: the title as well. Speaking of Hamnet... Hamnet, yes. Have you read... No. <laughs> Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell. They're making it into a film. I think I, Michael Grandage's. I think I heard that there was something coming based on it. No, have yeah. you? Is it good? Yes, it's unbelievably sad and beautiful and wonderful and it is about Shakespeare's son
1: ah great um, question four name one of Falstaff's drunken pals uh, which one should I go for Bardolph yes okay. you can have Bardolph who else you, have you got lined up Nym yep Pistol Yeah, those are the ones i would okay. got in my head um, I mean arguably Hal um, <laughs> yes very um, true uh, and question five which of Shakespeare's plays has the highest body count well, I think that's Titus Andronicus. Mm, it yeah. is.
0: A deeply, deeply silly play.
1: Very funny on that tea towel with all of the death counts in all yeah. the shows and the causes of their deaths. And it's just everyone getting
0: stabbed or decapitated. Yeah. Uh, baked in a pie. Oh, really? Is that yeah. one? And arms with, Together and- with four and twenty blackbirds. Yep, yeah. Arms and tongue cut out.
1: Oh, I don't like the sounds of that. Well, well done. I have to say that's very impressive. Five out of five. Did
0: well, it was easy this week. Well it, was, well, it was because we like Shakespeare. I question how many yes, of those. Right. I tried to say that to make me look less good for having got them all right, and in the end, I just looked like a know-it-all. <laughs> Rude words. So twit. I've, I've failed on every level there. No, well, apart from at answering the quiz. Oh, Christ! What's happening? We're going into the vault. Oh. Uh, so we're coming into the I vault there a bolt. Quick,
1: bolt. No, there's an airlock um, So hide in here
0: mm. yeah. no, no, no,
1: no, you are allowed to speak It's all a vacuum And then I'm spinning the Rolodex And the letter is The letter Ooh. coming out of the vault today is Oh, it's an S It is an S for Salad Days oh,
0: Salad days. Yeah, go there. on, what's it from? Anthony and Cleopatra Very days, good, straight
1: it? off, yeah mm. uh, Well, last week they did Mrs Doubtfire out of the vault just as we continue <laughs> listing things that we didn't get through to. Uh, but yes, I thought we'd go a little bit older in time and do Saladay's from 1954. Now, Julian Slade and Dorothy Reynolds wrote this as a summer musical for the Bristol Old Vic's resident company and I became particularly well aware of it through being at the Bristol Old Vic Theatre School and that plaque in the hallway. Do you remember mm. if um, Two Downside Road had that plaque commemorating how many performances it ran for in the West End?
0: Was it a ground
1: show or was it for the summer company? It, well, it says it was for the Bristol Vic's resident company. But I think at that time, the two hadn't entirely divorced, had they? So I think although the third school was up the road, I think they... Because they definitely used the proceeds from the show to buy Downside the house. Way. But yeah. I wonder whether at the time there was a lot more cross-fertilisation between the students and the company. And Because yes. so, I got the impression they were in it, as well as being trainee students at the time.
0: Because if you look at the original... Uh, production photographs, they're all quite young. Yeah. They're playing older uncles and there's an yeah. aunt and things like that, but there's an awful lot of, yes, you know, aging up makeup. Yeah, going which on. is
1: going out of fashion, which is a great shame because uh, <laughs> although as I get older I need less of it, I want to be the sort of grandpa pots in something like Chitty Bang Bang and be <laughs> only yeah. 20 and oh, I see. up, or, or be Corporal Jones in a dad's army and be the youngest member of the company playing the oldest. I like that. But it's gone out of fashion because yes, we so like you real mean... actors to play their own age.
0: Yes, yes, which is, which is tricky if, if you're 35 but you have the demeanour of somebody who's in their mid to <laughs> yes. late 50s. if you've been being called a grumpy old man <laughs> since you were about six.
1: Um, heavy well, roles. Heavy roles, as we were told we play at drama school, yes. So this premiered in June 1954, Salad Days, and transferred to the Vaudeville in London that same August, and it ran for 2,283 performances, which at the time was the longest-running show in musical theatre history. Um, it got beaten in Broadway by My Fair Lady, and yep. then a few couple of years after that by Oliver in um, Drury Lane. But uh, it won the Evening Standard Award for Most Enjoyable Show. And it's very light-hearted, simple, innocent, bright, very jolly. Lots of Frippery is the word that kept frippery, popping into my mind. Frippery, yes. Could my mother... Oh, yes.
0: saw Salad Days as a child. Her father took her when it transfers uh, to the West End. Wow. And it was one of her favourite things. I mean, when did you say? 54 54, it? yeah. Okay, so she'd probably been about seven or eight yes. when she saw it. Uh, and they bought the LP, which they took back with them to Nigeria, uh, which must have been extraordinary, like walking past a house in Nigeria to hear salad days playing out of the window it's quite a clash that isn't it quite a contrast
1: oh lovely in fact I suppose 2,200 odd shows is a year or is
0: is quite a stint yeah things run for much longer now than they did I mean Les Mis has run for I I imagine at least 18 performances by now (laughs) yeah probably
1: can you remember the names of the two leads in salad days just continuing
0: the quiz Timothy Yeah. Timothy's late, Timothy's late, and she's got an appropriate name for the period.
1: Jane. Very good. Jane and Timothy, they meet in a park soon after graduation to hatch out a plan for their lives, including agreeing to marry in secret. And they also agree they're going to ignore Timothy's parents who've urged him to ask his various influential uncles in the government, the army and a laboratory to help him get a job and instead take the first job he's offered. Um, And so they're then rather caught out when a passing tramp, as uh, it's described on the back of the sleeve notes, which is an interesting description. I wonder quite how that would be written now but A Passing Tramp offers them £7 a week to look after his mobile piano and they accept and then they realise that whenever the piano plays it gives everyone within earshot an irresistible desire to dance so if you've heard of Salad Days and didn't know what it was about that very quickly gives Is you that, an idea Do of, you feel any more <laughs> confident? One of the uncles in the government bans the piano because it's causing dance chaos everywhere. Yes. Then the piano vanishes and they get Uncle Zed to take
0: them in his flying saucer to retrieve it. I feel like we've jumped the shark now. I, yeah, we have. I think there's a song which is... I, I'm not going to sing it because I actually don't know the tune, but I think there's something like Have You Ever Seen a Saucer as Saucy as this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it hasn't gone quite as far
1: as Return of the Forbidden Planet in its sci-fi zone. It is just... No, no, it's no, it's silliness. just...
0: Uh, it, it looks exactly like a Wedgwood saucer.
1: After their month is up, the tramp returns to say they have to pass the piano on. And then he reveals he's the uncle that Timothy's parents don't talk about, which has flavours of Bruno. But I want, as yes. in from Encanto. But I thought we'd listen to Looking for a Piano. Yes. Uh,
0: this is obviously the point at which it's gone missing. They're trying to duck the police. and this. Is- I like a song that's on the nose. Yeah. What's happening at this point yeah, in the show? I- They're looking for a piano. What the- shall we call this? <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're looking for a piano. We're looking for a piano, a piano, yes, a piano, just any no the one that's rather rare. We're writing florid phrases till its reputation blazes from the pantry, itself. for praises in the company daily Scare. King are King we're looking, we're looking, we're look, 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 looking, we're looking for a P-I-E-N-O. We're looking for a piano. a piano, a piano, yes, a piano, just, just any no the one that brings It must be near to where we are. We've seen it very lately. You need not fear. We'll go too far. We'll only dance sedately. It's come. It's gone. It's out of sight. This piano's most elusive. We'd like to buy the right to write and keep them quite exclusive. We King Melo, King Melo, King king for a P-I-A. We're looking for a piano. A piano? Yes, a piano. Just any old No, the one that's not allowed. Its owners are requested to appear and be arrested, For it makes the park congested when they draw so large a crowd. They may decide to be benign, but first it would be wise to Be sure they're able to define the crime, they close their eyes to. Unlicensed joys are out of date, they have to be recorded On printed forms and triplicate and find a way of hoarding.
1: gives you the measure of the show it is so gentle it's great fun we went to see it at the riverside studios in hammersmith a few years ago yeah it's
0: hugely successful i think it did two two christmases because it was it was so popular it is great fun it's totally inoffensive yeah it's it's fluff but there there must be something about it and maybe it's that sort of comforting candy you'll come out humming some good tunes and having had a good time, that means it still appeals. I mean, everyone keeps saying, well, no no one will ever do that again, and yet they do. Yeah, it does keep coming back. Oh, bless it. it. toured relatively recently, I think, uh, just to do a a, a U-turn with uh, Wendy Peters. Ah, Mm. there she is again. Playing Uh, a piano.
1: (laughs) You're listening to River Radio, online at river.radio on Apple, Android and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify and we're right here, right now on DAB. Dab. (laughs) 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 Uh, Now, let's have part three of Name That Show.
3: Name That Show.
5: No, not yet. <laughs>
1: uh, now, I very deliberately put that in there because I know it's your favourite bit in the song. It's my favourite bit in the film. <laughs> it might be my favourite bit in any film. Watching that, I cried with laughter and thought, "You're not going to be able to believe your eyes." This is so up your street. <laughs> it's
0: so much, it doesn't. It's the "No, not yet" as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't carry on because otherwise I'll give it away. And you yeah. pointed out that clipped tone is quite reminiscent of Salad, salad Days. Yes, that. Yeah that
0: everything upper Terribly diction, nice. wonderful. Absolutely. Can you hear every single syllable. Very good. Right, here it is again.
5: No, not
1: yet. I think we should have your impression. Go on. I'm still laughing. <laughs> well, if you think you know what that is, email roddy,
0: ROwdy at river.radio and get into Joe's leader book. Pity a thought for poor Roddy, who's going to have to listen to his flatmate going around the house for the rest of the week.
1: (laughs) I thought a little snippet there of the person playing the lead role in that particular show might help guide someone towards the answer. Uh, Because if you know the track, that's all very well, but it's the name of the show we're after. Mm. Right, time for a review. (music)
0: Understated, as always. I mean, that review music sounds like you're going to review something whilst murdering somebody, oh, whilst think, being sought through the fog by police. I think it sounds like a sort of 80s BBC quiz show. Oh, Very it could, serious. Yeah, yeah but not one of the lit. ones with jokes. No, no j- No, no, a no uh, Magnus Magnusson. Yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, I went to see Joseph...
1: Now we and, like and his Dreamcoat. amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat which we've been a fan of for years lots to say about it obviously it is sensationally good fun I saw it in Woking so very close to the Thames Valley it's a theatre that we've started plugging because it has some good shows on
0: tour coming through there you've been through there yes I've been through there it's a, it's a number one venue it's one of the number one venues just on the outskirts of London so if you've missed something in the West End or if something yeah then you've got what is it Wimbledon, Bromley and Woking yeah to it's the it was
1: southeast a- and West. Great attraction for me was going to see it because of Lindsay Hakely. So yes. I saw this production in town on the first preview with Alexandra Burke, who was very good, but because obviously Lindsay's longstanding connection with the show, having been nominated, having been the youngest person ever to be nominated for an Olivier and um, for her role as the narrator in uh, the 93 production. Um, I'm going to say 92. Is it 92? But, okay. but I might be wrong. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, it was really lovely to see her do it. And no, she Can't hit the octave up That she used to do And that's on the cast recording But there's something in that That I'm so confident is Her riffing and playing around anyway That she found new ways Through some of the tracks That were still delightful And very funny um, she's got good comedy bones, actually. She reminded me of Sue Devaney. Um, Sue Devaney? Why don't I
3: know Sue uh, Devaney?
1: She did Casualty. She was in Mamma Mia as the Julie Walters... what well, I think of as the Julie Walters part. One of the mum's friends. She, I do know who you mean by Sue Devaney. Yes, I know exactly who you mean. The Some of the lighting is odd, it has to be said. I thought this both times. There's quite a lot of gobo... Lights. Um, yeah, there aren't <laughs> quite a lot of lights, but there's quite a lot of movers just scrolling colours across the floor. And given that when I was an amateur, and had to cover a scene change playing with um, different light gels in a mm. spotlight. It felt a little bit... At times, there is literally a moment where Joseph hops across the front of the stage to jump into the next moving light as it refocuses in front of him. And it, it's a bit weird. It's a bit... The lighting is curious. That's interesting. But then the sun, which is part of the set and looks like it's full of LEDs, is amazing. It it drifts across the back, but it, it, it looks so good. Oh, does it? Oh, um, good. And the set... I mean, it... It is very special. In fact, the set looks better in a tour venue than it did in the West End, because it was clearly a one-stop shop. You know, we're going to design this once and it'll tour. And it lost something in the scale of the West End, whereas on tour, it just squashes in and looks much more beautifully framed. There are too many kids in it for my money. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know that that's a lovely original connection to keep with the first... With the colour yeah. yeah. But it loses something in, particularly the sopranos and basses. It loses some of the depth in the harmonies and some of the comedy. Because however good some of the kids are at smacking out a line, it's not as funny as having somebody like. Me. Um, something like you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm partly resentful okay. that you and I should be the baker and
0: the butler. and um, yes. but Instead,
1: there's some little seven-year-old doing it. Um, yes,
0: I know what they were going for. There's a long conversation to be had about, you know, child actors and how, yeah, whether they can be taught and that extraordinary gift of comedy that some have at one age. But that is harder to find if you're going all the way around the country yeah
1: well th- I think in the past they've done choirs that they've filed in at oh, the back yeah. so you can teach them that in advance and then just bleed the gauze through
0: But yeah I remember seeing it at the new theatre in Oxford ah. um, and yeah that was just choirs at the back yeah children's choirs. Jack Yarrow's very good I don't, mm. as you know well,
1: I do not like Close Every Door, it's not a tune to my liking, but No, he, it's, it's not, is it? No, it's a bit minor.
0: It's in a minor key yes. <laughs> but he was... Someone's going to write in and be like, actually, three quarters of it aren't
1: Yeah, very probably, yeah. but uh, it has that minor feel to yeah. it anyway, and he is so good, He he's on the very edge of back phrasing too much, which is by which I mean he speaks some of yeah. it and pulls the rhythm, but then at the end of it, he absolutely smacks out an alternative harmony and uh, it's so stunning It sent shivers down my spine both times I he is
0: it. obviously fantastically talented and hugely likeable I walked past him in the street the other day with his dog uh, Aww. very sweet little French bulldog Aww. I think I don't really know dogs but yeah, yeah. A, small, uh, a small dog a small dog that looked like it could be my breakfast <laughs> good pharaoh because for a lot of people that's the Aww, moment they're waiting for I tell you what I mean I have to
1: say one of the things I was gently enthused about was that it wasn't Jason Donovan who I'd seen in the West End who's Jason Donovan. He stands there and is Jason Donovan and everyone's having a lovely time, but he wasn't really the pharaoh, whereas right. um, this chap, Bobby, was playing. It was really good.
0: And do they still very much lean into a, that Elvis thing? Yeah, very I mean, it's very unmistakable from the music. He clearly but yeah. able
1: to put his own spin on it. Very yeah. funny. And there were some extra moments in there which aren't in the score that we know. Um, okay. So there's a bit of lounge music, there's some cabaret, there's some Chicago, there's a theme tune that I didn't hear long enough to try and process what it was, but It's really good fun. And if you like Joseph, if you've got a family that have never seen it, uh, if you like the film with Donny Osmond and you fancy going to see it live... And you fancy Donny Osmond. (laughs) Well, yes, and there's probably a great many number of people who would say yes. You've missed it in Woking, but it is coming back vaguely uh, through. The next time it's closest, again, is Milton Keynes, the 12th to the 24th of September. So you could catch it there. Right, let's end Name That Show. Name
3: That Show.
1: And we can tell you that it was Mary Poppins
0: Return. Yay! Uh, the title of the song is Can You Imagine That? Is it, it is, yeah. Can You Imagine? Yeah, that? Yeah. yeah,
1: and we'll play you out with that full track. But for this week, that's it from Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe.
0: And Les Dennis, it seems.
1: <laughs> yeah, what? Oh yeah. Join us next Thursday at eleven on River Radio for more. From,
0: from the, the Stage Door! Door.
5: John, you're right. It's good to know you're bright. For intellect can wash away confusion. George sees and Annabelle agrees. Most folder rolls an optical illusion. You three know it's true that one plus one is two. Yes, logic is the rock of our foundation. I suspect, and I'm never incorrect, That you're far too old to give in to imagination No, not yet Some people like to splash and play Can you imagine that? And take a seaside holiday Can you imagine that? Too much glee leaves rings around the brain Take that joy and send it down the drain Some people like to laugh at life and giggle through the day They think the world's a brand new shiny toy And if while dreaming in the clouds they fall and go a splat Although they're down and bent in half They brush right off and start to laugh Can you imagine? Second thoughts, perhaps you're right. It makes no sense to take a bath this early. Wait, I want to take a bath. Oh, really? Up you go, and in you go. Ah! Georgie, what happened?
3: Will I be all right? Well, it is
5: just a bath after all, but then again, it's not my tub. Shouldn't you go in after them? Oh, no, I had my bath this morning. Thank you.
3: Well, if you won't, I will.
5: Ah! like to dive right in can you imagine that and flap about in bathtub gin can you imagine that doggies paddling 20 leagues below might seem real but we know it's not so to cook without a recipe can you imagine that and heaven knows what lives within that pot Some pirates follow treasure maps and wear a silly hat. They search the world for buried gold. They won't grow up and don't grow old. Can you wear badges?